This episode is brought to you by Vin Italy International Academy, the toughest Italian wine program. 1,000 candidates have produced 262 Italian wine ambassadors to date. Next courses in Hong Kong, Russia, New York, and Verona. Think you make the cut? Apply now at vinitaliinternational.com. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today, we travel into the Prosecco Wine Hills of Conigliano Valdobbiadene to meet Enrica Fontana, the export manager of Spaniol Col del Sass. Enrica, thank you so much for being our guest this morning. How are you today? I'm really fine, Mark. Thank you so much. Good. Well, first of all, Enrica, I'd really like our our listeners to gain a vivid picture of this very special and small part of the Prosecco vineyards, which is quite vast. But this special Prosecco Superiore Conigliano Valdobbiadene DOCG, this classic heartland of wine hills. Can you describe it to our listeners? Yeah, sure. Okay, it is a pleasure for me describing the area wherever we are. Um, the winery is located in Colbertaldo di Vidoro, a small village near the center of Valdobbiadene, inside the Conegliano Valdobbiadene DOCG area. We are in Veneto, in particular in the province of Treviso, a northeast of Italy. Consider 15 kilometers from Venice and 100 kilometers from the Beauty Mountains, the, the Dolomites. It is in this zone between the two main centers of Valdobbiadene and Conegliano that we produce the Conegliano Valdobbiadene Prosecco Superiore DOCG, a sparkling white wine that still today can come only from 15 municipalities. In total, there are around 8,000 hectares which are cultivated with glera, the main grapes that we use, of course, for Valdobbiadene Prosecco Superiore DOCG. Then, inside our area, it is possible also to cultivate other local grapes variety like Verdizo, Bianchetta, Pereira and Glera Lunga which could be used to to make wine, but maximum 50%. And then uh, there are other varieties like Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio, and Pinot Bianco. Well, just staying with this this area, what I really want our listeners to understand is Prosecco is now produced across uh, the Veneto and Friuli, over a quite wide area. But this special heartland, the classic area, of it's it's quite different from from the vines on the pianura. Uh, we're onto a steep balcony of beautiful rolling hills, a landscape so beautiful that it's actually been designated a UNESCO World Heritage Site for uh, not just the beauty of the landscape, but for the way man has shaped the landscape over centuries, carving out the terraces that support the vines. 
So it's a really special, beautiful area. I'm, I'm picturing it now somewhere I've been many times, but uh, which I always love returning to. You, you get a lot of visitors coming both to discover wine, but also to enjoy many things. What are some of the things you can, people can do when they come to the Prosecco heartland, the, the wine hills of Conigliano Valdobbiadene? Uh, first of all, I want to, yes, as I told you, I want to say that in 2019, the Prosecco hillsides have been recognized as UNESCO World Heritage. And it is very important for us because, as you told Maria, uh, there is a particular patchwork. Okay, so you see in the same location where there are different vineyard plots, woods area, households. And then in the same plot of land, vineyards belong to different wine growers because uh, each of them has his own way to cultivate. But the global vision is really wonderful. And consider, just to give you an image, these hills which cover the area and they are characterized by a geomorphological conformation known as a hook back. So these series of steep slopes extending uh, in an east-west direction. During uh, centuries, uh, the citizens here have learned to adapt to this environment, uh, shaping its steep slopes. So wine growers created the ciglione, which is the technical name, which is a particular type of terrace that is covered with grass and not with stones. So this is uh, just some details to describe uh, the area. As, as you introduced here, we, there are many people who come here, many tourists, and they can do a lot of activities. Consider that in 1966, uh, it was created the Prosecco Road, which is the first one uh, wine road in Italy. So visitors can traverse historical villages, vineyards, discovering the countryside, hermitage, medieval remains, churches, and of course, meeting local people. It is possible to organize tastings in the wineries, eat local foods and restaurants, and depends if uh, for lovers of the countryside, they can rent a bike and discover our area biking across vineyards. There are many trekking routes across steep slopes or paths. And for people who love mountains, they could head to Pianeze, 20 minutes far from Valdobbiadene Center. Here, there are different trees, pets, and mountains, cottages, where it is possible to eat typical food like ricotta, cheese, and stay in contact with cows and nature. Of course, if tourists have more interest in culture, in Conegliano, there are some historical buildings like Duomo, so the cathedral, and the castle. Other interesting places uh, are Castello di San Salvatore, located in Susegana, and it is an ancient fortress uh, from the 14th century, standing on a hill with a spectacular view. Then there is Molinetto della Croda, which is very local and famous here in Soligetto, the Church of San Virgilio, uh, in, in Col San Martino, the Church of La Pieve, in San Pietro di Felletto. Wow, so lots and lots of beautiful, beautiful things to see and do. Um, it's interesting that the Strade del Prosecco was the first wine road in all of Italy. So the Prosecco region has been, uh, this classic heartland, has been really a center of wine 
for a, a very long time. I know there's a very important uh, wine institute where research has gone on into grape varieties, into winemaking, and uh, it shows how important Prosecco is historically in the scheme of Italian wine. Yeah. Yes, we consider that in Corigliano there is the Enologist Wine School and it is very famous. And then we uh, continue to invest to work here in um, uh, in this area to to in- increase not only a new way to to cultivate. Uh, we try to do all our best uh, to to promote the area because tradition uh, and it's very important for us. And we believe, of course, in what uh, in what we produce and what we make. Of course. Now, why don't we speak then about the Espanol Col del Sass wine estate, a, a little bit about the history and what you're doing today. Yeah, Espanol family uh, has been cultivating vineyards since the early 20th century, when it all began with grandfather Serafino. And in 1986, we started with a direct production uh, and the sparkling process of wine made uh, with our grapes. Today, our wine vineyard sorry, cover 36 hectares, stretching out over the hills and slopes best suited to this cultivation in the towns of the Conegliano, Valdobbiadene, Diosigi, Prosecco, Superiore area. One of the most important vineyards for us is the Col del Sass, situated on the hill of the same name in the town of Valdobbiadene. And it is a part of our inheritance. So it is a symbol of our family history and the origin of our brand. So a link between our family and territory, Spaniola called the Sass. Vineyards have always been managed and worked by the family. So there is the father, Horacio, and one son who work outside in the vineyards with other colleagues or with a team of people. And then there are the other two sons, both winemakers, who supervise the winemaking process uh, in the winery. So we produce Conegliano Valdobbiadene Prosecco Superiore DOCG exclusively from grapes cultivating in our vineyards. So all the lands, every vine, single cluster of grapes are monitored, taken care of and follow along their way to, to the battle. So yeah, it is important for us because we follow the whole process so from the grapes in the vineyards to to the final product. Okay, so that's very important that in the DOCG, it's entirely from grapes cultivated in the Spaniol family's own vineyards. Now, Enrica, can you explain briefly the method of producing Prosecco? The world loves Prosecco, knows it as a wonderful Italian sparkling wine, but it's not everybody knows how it's produced. Okay. Okay. Consider that we harvest only by hand. And after the harvest, usually in the month of September, the grapes pick up, are picked up and taken to the winery. And so we start uh, uh, different production stages. First of all, the pressing. So using press machine, uh, which press the grapes gently in order to obtain uh, the, the grape master. At the end, uh, the canting takes place. So the cloudy mast is left to settle at low temperature, consider around 8, 10 Celsius degrees in stainless uh, steel tanks. After about 24 hours, the clear part of the mast is separated from the sediment. And later, the first fermentation takes place uh, thanks to the use of yeast, which are added to the mast and they activate the alcoholic fermentation. The temperature is controlled and here it is around uh, 
18-20 de Celsius degree. At the end of the first fermentation that it takes uh, considered minimum 20 days, uh, we obtain uh, the, the base wine. And now it is the time to blend together base wines in order to create cuvée. This not happened for Rive because uh, it's a selection, so this another he, he remains the same uh, the same base wine. And we follow Martinotti Charmat. So wine is put with sugar and yeast inside a specific pressurized steel tanks, which are called autoclaves. So during this process, so the wine referments and yeast use sugar to create the carbon dioxide, which generate the bubbles. So, so it, this method in Martinotti Sherma is really important for us because we preserve the primary aromas of the grapes keeping their sense to the wine. And the second fermentation takes place at least uh, 30 days. But in our case, for all our wines, uh, it is protective for months. So just in this short time, just to an introduce of our production method. Okay, that's, that's uh, really important to explain, Enrica, because I think that the Martinotti method, the Martinotti Charmat, as opposed to fermentation, secondary fermentation in the bottle. This method is what gives Prosecco its real character and charm with that freshness of fruit that you describe. Now, you mentioned Arrive wine. Uh, the Rive are, this is something that not everybody is aware of, these 43 special single vineyard designated Grand Cru sites of the Prosecco Superiore Conigliano Valdebiadine area, where we're, we're actually able to taste the terroir, the single vineyards. And you have a very important Rive wine. Can you tell us a little bit about this? So first of all, uh, just to, to introduce Rive in our dialect means uh, steep slopes. So a vineyard where it is really difficult to work and harvest the grapes. As you mentioned, uh, inside the DOCG area, there are 33 rive, and there are so 33 places with particular microclimate, exposure, and soil. Grapes are harvested only by hand, and it is compulsory to write on the label the place where vineyards are cultivated and the vintage. This type of wine is very important because uh, it expresses the main characteristics of an area. So each vintage is different from another one because inside the river you find the territory, the soil, uh, the history of wine variety, and of course the men, the wine growers. So with Product River, we search an identity which is given thanks to, to the aspects uh, I told before. So soil, microclimate, men, vintage. So there are a really individual expression of Prosecco, unique, as you say, to the territory and to the producer. Yes, sure. So we produce Rive di Soligetto because uh, um, we have uh, different hectares uh, in uh, Soligetto, specific on the Chisa Hill. And we have selected grapes, uh, which are cultivated on the northern side, south-facing vineyard. And here we have grapes which catch the sun during the first hours of the day. And thanks to the wind coming from the north, it is a perfect place where you don't have humidity and you have a acidity and acidity thanks also to the soil. In our case, uh, the soil is composed by polygenic conglomerate and rocks rich in iron. And these are grapes that once individually vinified and subject 
connected to the sparkling process are able to express the very quintessence of our territory. And so in our river, we, uh, it is not uh, just a Conegliano Valdobiadne DOCG for aperitif, but uh, we uh, prefer to match with foods because it is really important also this aspect for, for all our wines. So uh, for our river, of course, the second fermentation uh, follow the Italian method. So um, the wine referments in the autoclave, and we have that the wine remains for minimum three months on fine lees for the first fermentation, and then other three months on the second fermentation. Um, at the end, we have a wine with a good structure, and as I told you, a perfect match with food. I have just I imagine a risotto with crayfish and zucchini or pasta. So yes. Oh, that sounds wonderful. And actually, I had a, a chance to sample uh, the Rive di Soligetto wine, and it is, a, as you say, a more structured and more complex prosecco. And I can well imagine it with some of the wonderful cuisine that is found in your area. Let's talk a little bit about food then, Enrica, about some piatti tipici and about Prosecco Superiore matching well with the foods of the territory. Okay, we, in our area, sopressa and cheese are two elements very common. Sopressa being the um, salami type of sausage cured meat which I imagine goes very well with a brute Prosecco, with the bubbles helping to to uh, clean the palate from the richness of the meat. Yeah, usually we we eat suppress and cheese and drink in a glass of fondo. Suppress is like salami made with pork meat, and uh, it ages more than a normal salami, so consider eight months. We have different types of cheese, from fresh cheese to the season, so it really depends, but most of our cheeses come from cow's milk. And we eat usually on, uh, on Sunday with a family, uh, Spiedo, so it is another uh, regional food, more local, and these are Pit made with pork, rabbit, and chicken meats, adding aromatic herb like rosemary, and it is slowly cooked. So usually spiedo is served with uh, polenta, and it is a very traditional food in in this area. Polenta is really important in the Veneto, then. That's something that you would eat regularly. Yeah, and then uh, we we eat uh, all first courses, so risotto, tagliatelle, lasagne, and they are perfect uh, with vegetables or with uh, ragu. A glass of wine with bubbles, brut, or the extra dry version is perfect. Of course, with the Prosecco Superiore, you can uh, match together first courses with vegetables, wild meats, carpaccio. The version extra dry and dry can also uh, be served with uh, a dessert like a jam tart or dry cookies, which are very common here. Or a tiramisu. Just to be clear for our listeners who may not be familiar, an extra dry or a dry, of course, refers to the proseccos that are increasingly on the sweeter side. Gently sweet, not not overly sweet. A lovely soft style of prosecco. Yeah. So consider that in our uh, in our area, um, you have different type of wines. So. Uh, the brute version uh, is the drier version because uh, it has less sugar than the extra dry. 
uh, the exercise around from 12 to 17 grams per liter. And then the dry version has more sugar than the, the other ones. Okay. So the dry version usually is drink with um, a dessert. So this range of Proseccos from the simple, simpler wines, perhaps called Fondo, as you mentioned, to the more complex Rive wines uh, and the different levels of sweetness allow uh, Prosecco to be enjoyed at various times of day and indeed throughout a meal with different courses. You've given us a really beautiful picture of this special small area of Prosecco. And I hope that, that our listeners will begin to look for and understand these nuances between the different areas that produce Prosecco and most importantly for the Prosecco Superiore Corneliano Valdo Biadene DOCG. It's a long name for a wine, but it's important for people to understand why the corner of the world where you are produces such great wines. Yeah. Thank you, Mark, for your explanation. Yeah, the name is a little bit long, but it's really important that people understand. And of course, people are welcome to visit the area and in our territory because it's really nice. And uh, it is the historical place here for, for the Prosecco Superiore. So you want to, yeah, to, to welcome you to, to visit uh, this beautiful uh, area. In fact, I noticed that Spaniel Col del Sass, the family, have an agriturismo, a farmhouse where people could come and rent and, and stay and really immerse themselves in the wine hills of Prosecco. And that's probably, I think, the best way to learn about and taste and absorb an area, really feel and, uh, um, and get to know what it has to offer. So I hope some of our listeners will will come and visit. Yeah, as you told, it is the best the best thing is uh, coming here, tasting together a glass of wine, uh, see the vineyards, uh, meeting local people, meeting the wine growers, uh, and in this way you can uh, you can have a complete uh, imagine of uh, our territory. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today, Enrica and for sharing your world with us and the wines of Spaniel Col del Sass. I look forward to coming to the area and seeing you sometime in the future. Thanks, Mark. And uh, I hope to, to meet you soon. You are welcome. And thank you again for, for your time. Grazie, Enrica. Ciao. Grazie. Ciao. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.